0: in a bipartisan way, and I think there's strong support. We we must uh, maintain that strong support. But he used energy as a weapon. The United States of America was not energy independent. We couldn't help our allies quick enough. We saw what happened to the EU. They've changed completely. And looking at how they're trying to survive through the most difficult times, we're producing more LNG. So when we wrote the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, if we put more oil, if we produce more oil in America, we should bring the prices down. That's the intent. This administration has sold that as an environmental bill only. It is an energy security bill. We're not going to be expanding all of the new technology for uh, renewables, as as some people would wish, unless we have the horsepower to run our country. And we're not going to take something away or remove something until we have something that can replace it, can do the same job. Mm -hmm. That could be way far out. But this 10 years, Maria, is basically you produce more oil, more natural gas to reduce your price at the pump reduce your price at your homes. you're paying for your heating and yeah. your utensils, that you, utilities that you use, all the things that we've done there, and then as we basically invest in the new technology of the future. Hydrogen yeah. is going to be a tremendous, tremendous horsepower for us. So you can walk and chew gum, but it's not been sold that way, and it's unfortunate. My main job right now is to make sure that they implement it, and they don't use tactics to basically get around what the intent is. Yeah. Use the energy we have in America. Don't depend on foreign supply chains.
1: There you have it, Joe Manchin making news, trying trying to defend the uh, Inflation Reduction Act as a, an energy bill, and it's not. It, it's a climate change bill, but it's not an it's not an energy bill. It, it doesn't open up new avenues of uh, energy uh, revenue. It, it doesn't. It it just doesn't. Uh, but but again, that's why you know watching something like that is really painful. When you see somebody, you know, screwing around with our, with our energy, as the president did in the first days after being inaugurated, uh, he announced closing down the uh, uh, Keystone XL pipeline. And, and that's had a profound effect, a profound effect on our energy policy. We're going to take a quick break. More to come as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ.
2: KMCQ on-time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right.
3: Got a few crashes to uh, look out for on the surface streets right now. North Las Vegas Boulevard, that's at Nellis. That's in the uh, early stages. Got a crash eastbound Sahara at Burnham. Injuries involved in that incident. Another injury accident, that's southbound Valley View at Blue Diamond Road. Quick check of the traffic cams. We see a little bit of congestion on the 15 as uh, you work your way through those lane restrictions on Interstate 15 southbound, beginning around Flamingo, all the way up to roughly the stadium once you get past uh, Tropicana and Russell in that area. And backups on Charleston between Pecos and Lamb.
4: From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, I'm Bradley Pay with this KMZQ Sports Flash. The Golden Knights fell to the Dallas Stars on Saturday with a 3-2 final in favor of Dallas. The Knights are back in action today to take on the Colorado Avalanche on the road. For college basketball, the Lady Rebels of UNLV finished out their regular season home schedule with a victory over the San Diego State Aztecs on Saturday with a 65-59 final score. The Lady Rebels are 17-0 overall in conference play. They hit the road to take on on the Wolfpack of UNR tomorrow. The UNLV baseball team hit the road this weekend for the Tony Gwynn Memorial Tournament in San Diego. The Rebels fell 1-15 to UC San Diego on Friday for Game 1 at Triton Ballpark before taking a 10-4 win over UC Irvine yesterday for the first game of a doubleheader. However, USD walked it off for Game 2 of the doubleheader yesterday with a 6-5 final score in favor of San Diego. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, I'm Riley Pay with this KMZQ Sports Flash on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk Radio, done right.
1: Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place.
5: This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters
2: when you spend $75 or more.
3: From Staples. And I couldn't miss it.
5: And 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash print for details. Okay, so how
2: crazy high are these gas prices right now, right? I mean, I filled up my car the other day, and I thought for that price, I could buy a couple of pairs of Skechers and pretty much walk everywhere plus unlike gas not only sketches affordable they also last a really long time sketches are extremely durable and many are machine washable and they're so comfortable with comfort features like sketches famous air cooled memory foam relax fit wide fit arch fit plus so many other fits and features find your perfect pair of sketches at a sketches store sketches.com or wherever stylish footwear is sold
1: gaming lounge and piano
2: bar on east flamingo at pecos what happens in las vegas gets talked about on live and local with kevin wall now weekdays from noon to three on am 670 kmcq talk radio done right
1: Nikki Haley is one of the uh what three or four I think three announced candidates um for uh president of the United States uh we'll we'll get to we'll get to Nikki Haley here in 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 just in just a bit are we ready with uh, with Paul yep. okay good uh tell you what let's do let's check in uh with a good friend of ours he is the CEO of Nevada Trucking I so admire him and his men and women who get stuff from point A to point B uh we're talking about Paul Enos the CEO of Nevada Trucking, and he joins us. Uh, I'm assuming from Northern Nevada, where I understand you folks are getting uh, you getting clobbered. Uh, anything today?
5: Uh, you know what? There's a little bit of snow right now. I think it's just starting to just starting to get bad. It was funny, Kevin. I was on my way to uh, to work out this morning at about 4:45. I was getting gas, and I had a, a friend of mine who's our general counsel. He was going to fly up for a for a hearing today and so i sent him a text saying hey roads are clear i'd say uh we're probably the hearings probably a go today and then um you know a couple of minutes later i check and the governor's office had closed the state offices in northern nevada because of what we're getting now because of the storm we're in now and you know it has been a little treacherous trying to get to carson city from reno there was a 36 car pileup. Um, on the way to to Carson yesterday, um, no trucks involved, thankfully. Um, so I said, well, let's hold off on that. And within an hour, the (laughs) legislature, legislature canceled. So, um, we'll see. It's supposed to get a little, it's supposed to be actually worse tonight. Um, so we'll see if they keep it up or if we're, we're going back tomorrow. The bill that I was, uh, was really watching, um, was rescheduled for tomorrow, but uh, I think we're just gonna play it by ear right now
1: I, I'm curious though are are your uh, are your members impacted by by this kind of weather or are they used 100%. to percent?
5: So no well I mean they they are used to it especially if you go over Donner Pass um, but I was talking to some of my members over the weekend and Donner Pass closed um, last Thursday so you know that kind of puts stuff you know back a little while. Um, it closed last night. I was talking to one of my members today, and there was a email from Caltrans saying, "Hey, we're taking essential. You know, you, you can move essential freight." So he had a load of hay to feed cows, which you know we we all. Uh, well, I don't know if all of us, but I know I like to eat cows, and they need to eat something. Um, so he had a load of hay that was um, being shipped uh, to Hawaii and um they told him no can't go over the hill with that so you know he's out and i mean kind of the goofy thing about that you know one of the things you think about with supply chains um hey that ship's gonna leave and so you know now that hay has to wait you know another week to uh have a ship that's going to show up and uh and uh get shipped to the big island so um you know, none of this stuff is easy, Kevin, it, and it does it does have an impact, you know, on our operations. There was, you know, last week there were some guys with another company that were caught uh, on the other side of a hill, the hill, so, you know, trying to find them a place to stay, trying to find them, you know, a, a way to get home. There was actually one guy whose truck broke down, and um, my member said for the first time ever they were actually successfully we're able to get a guy um, home on a train, um, and he actually beat some of the drivers uh, <laughs> whose trucks were working who had to stay uh, who had to stay overnight on the the other side of Donner Pass.
1: Wow! Wow! Uh, uh, again, Paulino's joining us, the CEO of Nevada Trucking Association. Um, let, me, let me let me just ask you: I know that you folks watch very closely what's going on in Carson City, and obviously they're down today. Uh, because of the storm. Uh, I'm curious, though, because uh, you tweeted out um, something real interesting on SB 179. What is SB 179?
5: So, SB 179, Kevin, I think you and I have talked before about, you know, the things that keep my members up at night. You know, hey, it's accidents, and, you know, really, it's accidents whether they're at fault or not. And uh, the the lawsuits that tend to uh, come after them. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these lawsuits, they really don't care about the facts of the accident, the real facts of the case. They want to, you know, delve do a lot of other things that, you know, tend to garner these really big payouts um, from, uh, you know, from these huge judgments. A lot of them are... a a lot of these lawyers are very apt at using tactics. The reptile theory is one of them that, you know, is all about casting the trucking company as a, as a villain. And, you know, those are lawsuits that have cost some people their, their companies. Um, And so, you know, we just, we, we think that the system is a little bit unbalanced. You know, we think that hey if somebody is hurt, you know, if they lose a, God forbid, they lose a, a limb or, or their life, um, you know, hey, there there should be some fair compensation there. Absolutely. You know, that's something that, you know, all of my members um, ascribe to, you know, we, you know, we, we do our very best to make sure that nobody is going to be hurt because of our actions, because of what one of our trucks, one of our drivers did did on the road. So there is, tremendous amount of money that is and time that is invested to make sure that our operations are safe. And while we see trucking companies getting safer, we see fewer accidents that we cause, you know, we're seeing the cost of these judgments. And you know, we're in in uh, in concert with that, the cost of our insurance go up and up and up and up. And one of the things that we found is there are companies, there are hedge funds. Some of these hedge funds are controlled by, uh, you know, people who really don't like us in the good old uh, United States of America. You know, foreign actors who, um, you know, get involved in these, in funding these lawsuits because, um, hey, not only do they want to pay out, but they want to see some of the documentation involved, maybe some trade secrets. So there's 12 states that regulate what they call litigation financing agreements, and all we're doing with this SB 179 bill is saying, you know, let's bring a little sunshine into the process. If somebody is has an agreement with um, a litigation a litigation funding company, financing company, those agreements should be disclosed. So we're um, You know, we are really, you know, we we really think that's, you know, just give people an idea of, you know, who is behind funding these lawsuits. You know, I, I see some of the other states. Ohio has a very prescriptive bill that's 18 pages long. Iowa is totally banning these agreements entirely. You know, we're not doing that in Nevada. We're just saying we want some disclosure. And one of the things that gives it a little bit of a Nevada flavor um, and I think you know, really, it's kind of done a disservice at a multitude of levels how they cover this story. Um, people know it as the Mormon Ponzi scheme. I don't know if you've seen those articles.
1: I have not um, seen them. That.
5: that talked about. Well, there there was an article in the Wall, in, sorry, the Washington Post. Then it was um, then it was reprinted in the Las Vegas Review Journal. And a year ago, there was a man who is alleged to have built his friends out of $500 million. And, you know, the articles, you know, they, they, they all, you know, mention the, you know, call it the Mormon Ponzi scheme, but what they don't mention. And where I really think the injustice is done is that this was a Ponzi scheme that centered around these litigation financing contracts that are, under this dark shroud that don't have a lot of sunlight. And so if there was some more sunlight into these kind of things, at least those poor people who got built out of some hundreds of thousands, some millions of dollars would have had at least one Avenue to go and see, okay, are these things really real? Are we finding something that is, this is, that is real or is this, um, or is this a ruse? Um, I had one of my members about four years ago come up to me and say, Paul, I'm getting out of the trucking business. I'm like, why, what's going on? He goes, it's just not as lucrative as uh, some of these litigation financing schemes. And uh, he didn't call it a scheme, call called it companies. And, you know, he was telling me about a friend who had, um, who had um, invested a tremendous amount of money and how well he was doing, and it was a 13% return a quarter, Fifty-two percent return in a year, and um, he, uh, you know, his his trucker heart would not let him um, invest in invest in this company. And hey, it ultimately saved him because um, people invested. You know, there was a a woman on the news a couple weeks ago who um, was built out of seven hundred thousand dollars, and she said. You know, she now qualifies for uh, for food stamps, and that her uh, her family is destitute. So, we do think that this is definitely an area that needs some sunlight. That um, we we really would hope that the Nevada legislature would, uh, would act on this. Although do you have any,
1: do you have any bipartisan support on this bill? Will we see some Democrats come over?
5: Yeah, I would, I would hope so, but I really have to give Senator Scott Hammond, um, who I know is a friend of this show, a tremendous amount of credit because he's the, he's a gentleman who's carrying this bill and, um, you know, thinks that this is definitely something that we need to do, an area that we need to, you know, once again, bring some sunlight into this kind of these uh, this kind of financial agreement that's really under a dark shroud.
1: Um, what else is there out there that you're monitoring closely uh, that, that you think uh, needs to be addressed uh, by this 82nd Nevada legislature? I've only got about uh, four minutes.
5: You know kevin hey we we watch everything from um you know how independent contractors are defined you know of course we're watching the medical malpractice um stuff that that comes up that that comes up because that also has an impact on you know not just our uh, our members availability and access to uh, to doctors and to health care but you know it also drives up costs of insurance so you know, Kevin, we're we're always watching those kind of things to say, okay, what is this going to do to the business climate in Nevada? What is this ultimately going to do to, um, you know, our ability for you know our employees to live here and you know have families here and and have a good life, you know, be able to own a home, be able to send their kids to school, you know. So we're we're always kind of watching, you know, those types of issues um so many sessions kevin there's things that you know do tend up hey it sounds good um you know but it either drives up the cost of business or subjects businesses to more onerous and complicated regulations you know i will say there was a bill that we we're watching um that dealt with employee misclassification um i got to give the sponsor of the bill roberta lang a tremendous amount of credit because you know we let her know what our concerns were with the bill, and you know that some employers could be caught, um, you know, kind of caught in these areas where, hey, they're now subjected to a five thousand dollar fine on the first offense without a warning in a very complicated area of law. And hey, they were amenable to those changes. So, you know, you got to give folks credit for uh, credit for working with you on some of these things when they do.
1: More coming up with Paul Enos, the CEO of Nevada Trucking Association. Stay where you are. More to do as we continue on AM670 KMZQ.
2: When the whole world seems to be in a state of confusion, Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas help you sort it out. Join the club. Weekday morning 6 to 9 on AM670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. They're back, back. by popular me? demand. No the night show at South Point to presents the Bronx, the, Bronx the Bronx Wanderers. So happy together. February 28th to March 2nd. She's really got a magic spell. Tickets at the, the box office. Online at southpointco.com or charged by phone. 702-797-8055. It's a musical blast. With the Bronx Wanderers at The Showroom at South Point.
3: I'm attorney Paul Powell. A lot of lawyers promise a lot of things. No fee unless we win. The consults are free. Of course they offer that stuff. All lawyers do that. But will they promise not to take more money than you at the end of your case? (laughs) No. When you call me, that answer's yes. I'll never take more money than you, and I put it in writing.
4: Call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com.
3: I really can help.
4: Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: Some restrictions apply trading made easy is an automated day trading software that provides you with the tools and the data you need to succeed as a day trader whether the market goes up or down tune in saturday at 1 p.m to learn more tips and tricks call 1-800-971-4160 today to schedule your free live trading session that's 1-800-971-4160 tune in each and every saturday at 1 p.m to learn how to succeed as a day trader call 1-800-971-6160 to learn more 670 KMZQ presents After Close, the radio show, powered by GFL Capital Mortgage. Join your hosts Kevin Sherba and Danny Velazquez, to start your morning off right, educating and guiding you through the mortgage process from application through closing. Learn about how to navigate through the ever-changing mortgage market. Keep up to date with current products, guidelines, and how to avoid common pitfalls. Listen every Saturday morning from seven to eight here on 670 KMZQ. License by Division of Mortgage Lending. License Number MB4265. My whole identity
2: had been wrapped up in being a soldier. To have that so violently ripped from me when I was wounded, I was lost for a very long time. When Wounded Warrior Project came into my life, being around the other warriors, people that had similar experiences that I did, it was a game changer for me. Having King join the group, that was the beginning of a really good friendship. It's a good time. It's a good time.
5: I first heard about Wounded Warrior Project through CQ. And at first I was kind of
2: like, eh, I don't know if I qualify,
5: but having been a part of it, it's kind of taught me that it's not just the wounds that you can see, but it's those that you can't.
2: When you do something like a peer support group with Wounded Warrior Project and come together from different walks of life, man, the growth is incredible. If not for Wounded Warrior Project, I really don't think that I'd be here today.
1: See how we help warriors combat stigma at woundedwarriorproject.org slash combatstigma.
3: In Nevada, anything that goes into the storm drain goes directly to our local waterways, which can pollute Nevada's lakes and rivers. Nevada is the driest state in the nation, and we must work together to preserve our limited water resources for future generations of Nevadans. Here's some waterway wisdom so you can help do your part. Scoop your dog's poop, bag it, and discard it. Clean up yard waste and grass clippings. Wash your car at a car wash or on grass or gravel. Apply pesticides and fertilizers sparingly in your yard. Safely dispose of household chemicals. Clean up leaks and spills. And don't litter. Secure trash in bins. Keep contaminants out of our storm drains. Use waterway wisdom. And remember, only rain should go into the storm drain. Join us in preserving Nevada's waters for future generations by visiting lovenvwaters.com and following us on social media. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Transportation aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. The same
2: great show with the same great host. Just at a new time, live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right.
1: We are now into week number four of the 82nd Nevada Legislature. Joining us now, Paul Enos, the CEO of Nevada Trucking. He's staying over for another segment, and uh, I- I've got to ask you. Everybody's wondering uh, uh, Governor Joe Lombardo. Uh, he's three weeks in uh, today. They're snowed out, but uh, but but by and large, your thoughts on on. Uh, Governor Lombardo and how he's doing, in particular when it comes to communication, because I know Steve Sisolak was not a good communicator with members, uh, and and lobbyists and citizens.
5: Yeah, i I think that uh, Governor Lombardo, so far, you know, hey, he's he's doing a great job. Um, yeah. You know, I am really impressed with his team. You know, hey, they are reaching out, they're talking to the business community, they're talking about you know, issues that, you know, have an impact. They want to understand it. And, you know, I really have to say, you know, just on the just on the point of, um, you know, hey, how they handle emergencies and just kind of having that communication. Well, look, I actually didn't have an awful um, relationship with Governor Sisolak, you know, during the COVID emergency. I had a good friend of mine who was in the office um, who uh, we talked about a lot of this stuff. Um, but I am tremendously impressed with how proactive um, Governor Lombardo's team is on, you know, how we, you know, how we deal the, with these things. And, I mean, there's an understanding of supply chain and there's an understanding of, you know, what those downstream impacts are. So, um, you know, I, I don't have one bad thing to say about our, our current governor. It's all praise. And, uh, you yeah, hey, he's showing up to places. Um, uh, you know, there, there were there were groups that did not um, endorse Governor Lombardo, and you know what? He showed up there. Um, you know, he's showing up to a lot of places where where Governor Sisolak didn't, and so you know, I, I give him a tremendous amount of credit for that.
1: Do you do you feel like as a stakeholder? Uh, for truckers and 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 the trucking association, the Nevada Trucking Association.
5: And, and as a Nevadan, and as a Nevadan, Kevin, most important.
1: As a Nevadan, do you feel like you have a seat at the table?
5: Well, look, I think that um, you know an industry that moves ninety five point eight percent of all the freight in the Silver State will always <laughs> have, have a have a seat at the table because you know, the reality is we just need things to work, right? We, we just need, we just need to make sure that, um, Hey, we're past policy that doesn't make it more difficult or sometimes uh, maybe even impossible, right. For, um, you know, our folks to, uh, to be able to move that freight that all of us depend on Kevin. So, um, you know, I, uh, I think that, um, you know, maybe, you know, on some issues, yeah, maybe they're, you know, a little more tuned in to what we're saying because there is um, some more sympathy towards the private sector and, you know, what it is that we, that we have to do, um, you know, as opposed to some of the other interest groups um, that, you know, one party or another aligns with.
1: It is going to be interesting to see how uh, the governor uh, reacts when we get some of this very liberal legislation uh, passed by both houses, and then it will go to the governor's desk, and then it will be decision making time uh, for Governor Lombardo. Uh, Paul, it's always good having you on. Uh, we're a little short on time today because we had some technical snafus, but everything is good. Everything is good, and I'm so glad. Uh, that you're part of the show. Thanks so much, my friend. I, I appreciate it. Folks okay, want to know always, more.
5: It's always good to be on with you. They can check me out on Twitter, P-J-E-N-V Trucks, or they can go to Nevada.